Hi, I'm Cynthia, the spontaneous F-bomb dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're You're listening listening to to It's All Connected. Connected. We decided to start this podcast because we are wildly curious and we want to talk about how events are connected, like spirit, business, love, and relationships, especially if the cause isn't obvious. We're also going to be talking about self-expansion and life's true purpose because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together, often in unexpected and wonderful ways. We want to learn how people think about connections, making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Nerd out with us and have fun along the way. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. Because Because it's all connected. Welcome, everyone. You're here listening to It's All Connected with me, Michelle Walters, and my co-host, Cynthia Varkvisser. Today, we are with Erica Gimbel of Holistic Psychotherapy. Erica works to bring about healing, health, and vitality in a number of fun and creative ways. Erica has worked with people with Parkinson's disease and other neurological degenerative conditions to bring ease, flow, and creativity to their lives. Erica has been creating lots of mischief in this unusual time. Weekly podcasts, Yes We Can, Healing Movement and Creativity Workshops, as well as powerful women's summits during the pandemic. Welcome, Erica. Hi. Hey, Erica. Thank you so much for um, being on It's All Connected. The first thing I want to do before we get into our conversation is that I love that you're holistic with a W because you are about whole health. Is that correct? Yes. I appreciate that W um, originally because you know, the first class I took in all this was holistic approaches to wellness in college at the University of Vermont. So it was like all about the W holistic. And then over the years, you know, people go, oh, it's not spelled right. And I say, well, actually, this is how I was trained and taught. And, and it it feels inclusive and expansive. So that's what I love about that. I love it. I just wanted to make sure our listeners knew that it is about about, uh, whole health. So Talking about whole health, tell us about all the services you provide. Yes, yes, I will. I will. Whole health really is holistic health, Um, holistic health. And um, so that was the seed that got planted back in Vermont when I was there for undergraduate. And um, so I am a, a, a licensed California marriage and family therapist. And uh, formerly, I'm a New York State licensed massage therapist for t- over 20 years. And And I've seen a lot of things with people and their bodies. I myself have had a healing journey. I definitely have walked the path of needing to heal my own body, my own self. And um, so I offer uh, psychotherapy sessions. I offer um, a way for people to pack in the nutrition with more plants, with helping people grow their own food. Like you've seen the vertical gardens Cynthia, I'll never forget that day you came over and I had this ginormous cabbage and you were just like, oh my God. And we took a picture and it's like taken over more than, you know, my head, this, this Chinese cabbage in the winter. Um, so yes, I help people grow. I help schools get growing with, uh, my get kids growing organization. And, um, 
I also teach those workshops you mentioned in my bio, like I'm teaching uh, workshops on massage for your pod. I'll have an upcoming online course. I know we're going to get into all this, but I just have been in this pandemic time um, finding ways for people to be served and supported and in the self-care department, because I feel like we're just missing so much of that and people are disconnected and more disconnected and isolated than ever. So I feel the need is, is really strong right now to find ways to be creative and get together and be creative and support each other. So that was a long answer to your question. No, it's a great question. It's a great answer. It's a okay, really, good. Very good. good answer. And it's an so, answer that's true for you. That's what we wanted. We wanted to hear from you kind of how you're thinking about it. So but Cynthia and I were talking, and one of the things we don't know about you is when you meet a prospective client, are you looking at how to treat them wholly, or do you look at how to treat them specifically? Like, what's your approach? Well, I love that question. Um, I work pretty eclectically. I have a lot of tools in my toolbox, yes. And after I, I get with the person and really listen in and, and see what's their suffering places, how are they suffering, what's going on that's keeping them from their joy and bliss, and then finding, it's like the trickster energy of finding ways to, what about this, and how do we do this, and how can we resource for you this, so um the whole person definitely comes to mind when I'm working with that person. And one way of working that's a little more confrontive is definitely not the way to work with a person who's has needs a much more softer approach and a slower, um, slower, more, um, you know, more, more introverted approach, shall we say. Some people just love that. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. And especially in these times, I think a softer approach is more apropos right now. That is absolutely true, right? It's really nice to be gentle with ourselves. That's one thing that that happened with the pandemic. Um, I believe with when Michelle and I like, like to talk a lot about so many subjects, I don't think that if the pandemic had happened, one is, I don't know if Michelle and I would have this relationship. I don't know. That's a really good question. Our friendship goes way back, way right. pre-pandemic. Right. But as the pandemic happened, everybody changed. Right. Everybody changed. Everybody's communication style changed. What people need, I'm sure, as far as healing, probably right. changed a lot. Because, Erica, you've been in business for a while. Yes? Like pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. So what what have you noticed in terms of what things have come up over the last you know, two years that maybe are, are different or higher in demand or something than what you, the type, the type of things people needed pre-pandemic. I really feel like bringing people together in all the ways that we can has been such a gift. Um, so, so the way that we bring people together, like for me, not only do I do bringing people together professionally in the classes I, I offer or the, the, you know, the zoom sessions where people can come on and download about their day. And, and I can share my super tips for healing and self-care and, and, and gestalt practices that are really fun in groups. I also personally have 
dove in into being connected in new ways. Like I, during the pandemic, I joined a swim team since February. I've been swimming now pretty much five or six days a week. And I'm playing ultimate Frisbee for sanity, not because I really want to become a better ultimate Frisbee player. Although that's happened. I, I actually got some props from my friend yesterday that I was playing much more better. And, um, and I was like, no way, no way. And there was a bunch of bunch of men types who are really strong and really strong runners and I'll never be a good runner, but it was really funny to be like, you know, I guess that my techniques have been improving in, and I can throw down with a bunch of strong, uh, men. So, um, so yeah, finding ways to come together in ways that are safe. I, I dance with people in the park outside and we, we get together a bunch of us, we, we dance in a Berkeley park on Fridays. I go and karaoke. I mean, I don't know if you wanted to hear all this, but this is finding ways to be creative and get out and do things even when there's there's this kind of quality of fear, you know, like moving through the fear and finding a way that is the right way for people. Um, like when I gave this massage class on Sunday and I said, Hey, when we're going to do this touch part, let's just, for the purposes of everybody feeling as safe as possible, let's all mask up. And I can see some of the people that had that, you know, Oh, oh how's this going to go? And I'm worried and, and different health challenges people are having that are pretty strong and severe. I that helped people slow down and relax and, and feel safe. So we could get to the, the protocol that I was, I was sharing. So I really love having people feel safe and as a trauma informed therapist, somatic therapist, I'm, I'm using these words and I guess you're going to ask me to explain them in a minute, but, but you know, this trauma, we all, if you're not paying attention, you probably are not experiencing trauma. And if you really stop to slow down and, and be with all that's happening in the world, you, you might be a little activated or you might be a lot activated. So, so I work hard to make sure that I am doing what I got to do for my self-care and then letting that ooze out to all that I, I am in touch with and, and supporting. You strike me as somebody who is like high or the top of the bell curve on expression, you know, um, <laughs> no, expressing it. Well, both expressing yourself and your joy and your tricks of the trade and that kind of a thing. But I'm sure with that and the way that you're working with your clients is by, by seeing what expression does for yourself and listening to what's going on with them, that you can find the roots to open new doors of internal knowing and self-expression for your clients. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah. Uh, I, I like that question and something that just jumped to mind of a memory of working with a, a young person in a school setting. When I just was starting to get my hours, I was working with somebody who was really, 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 really anxious and had like, kind of separation anxiety and finding a way and, and just anxious about speaking in English was a challenge for the person and finding creative ways to support their expression and to support their um, coming into playing with communication tools, uh, 
trying things on improv, if you will, like coming from a, a theater arts background, bringing in those theater tools to fall on our faces and, and laugh at ourselves. Like that was a big deal with that person. So um, yeah, there's always a way. That's a big thing in trauma work is there's always a way. There's always that little bit of space. There's always a place where we can breathe a little bit more or gently into places we didn't even think we we had. Um, I sure have experienced that myself. I thought this is the perfect time. So I, I'm a, I'm sorry that I had interrupted you a little bit. But as soon as as soon as you said that you had trauma yourself, I was ready for our next our next question. But before I do that. I'd like to remind everyone that you're listening to It's All Connected with Cynthia Markovisser and Michelle Walters. And today we're speaking with Erica Gimble of Holistic Therapy. Follow us on your podcast app so you don't miss any of our upcoming interviews. So trauma, you said that you've experienced trauma. When you first uh, talked about it with us, I was amazed at the journey and when it started. So I would love to hear uh, about your, your, when your trauma started and how that put you on your path. A long, long time ago, the idea of trauma or just being uncomfortable in one's body started at birth, I think. You know, I was born with a, a congenital condition um, with my hips being out of their sockets, basically. The fancy word is bilateral hip dysplasia. And um, so I don't really remember this exactly, but then the footage that I've seen is pretty amazing. I was in a full body cast from ages six months to about a year. And then right after they had me out of the cast, I, I walked. So I didn't have like a lot of a bilateral crawling period. I had a cast dragging period. And apparently I had some serious arm muscles from dragging a 45 pound cast. Oh my gosh. And, oh my God. Yeah. And actually some of the, if I could just like share this with you, you all is like some of the footage is just, it's just off the charts, funny to watch and funny in that I look like I'm I just look like I'm having the best time with this whack situation. And there's footage of me hiking myself up when I guess I was getting closer to a year, hiking myself up on a couch and then throwing myself on the floor. So, and then I would eventually crack open my cast. I did that a couple of times and then have to go get a new cast. And I mean, it was, it was, um, I was probably one stinky baby at that time. So, and uh, I, I figured it out. Like, that's the thing. I figured it out in that experience of being kind of trapped and yet not, you know, losing my mind. So it sounds like that was sort of a formative, a, a, a formative moment, if you will, for you, sort of a, when things aren't good, how do you, how do you cope with them? Is that, is that kind of fair to say? It sounds like that's kind of something you've applied to your life and, and now you're working with others to help them apply it from, from their life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just have, just as we're talking about this, I'm having the image of my little legs in the cast doing its shaking and unwinding so that, you know, I could feel comfort 
in that whack situation? And, and um, how do we cope? How do we comfort ourselves? Um, so yeah, that's a big tool like this, the tool of resourcing and grounding. How can we, how can we support ourselves when our nervous systems are jacked up and, you know, such a big thing in, in trauma work is like, are you in fight or flight or are you in freeze? Like animals, when they're being chased in the wild, um, they could go into a freeze and they look like they're dead. And then the, the predator loses interest when the animal looks like it's dead. So they go off. And then what does that animal do? They shake it off. They shake it off if they're really following and, and, and you know, animals are not uh, mammals, they're not like, mm, I shouldn't really be doing this. So that's one, another tool I love to bring to people is the opportunity to have, um, healing intrinsic movement slowdowns where people can just really feel the wave in their bodies and allow for whatever was truncated, truncated movements to happen. So, um, so it's profound and, you know, I just, I'm excited to share this with people and especially my clients and especially people who are feeling like they're not, uh, on their path, their healing path. Well, that's pretty amazing. And I have to laugh because, uh, in previous conversations with Michelle and me, you had this thing about not feeling comfortable about being a, um, about an athlete, but man, hauling yourself around in a cast, that's, it's kind of like strong baby, strong baby category, right? Uh, I yeah. wanted to talk to you about, so you talked about the trauma and how, um, how about the body and feeling comfortable. Can you also talk to me about the other side of it, about the medication and, you know, how, how you learned how to fit your your supplements and, and that part of your journey in. You're talking about like nutritional support. Yes. You were talking about how your, um, your dad was brought up with Western medicine. Oh yes. It just wasn't working for you. Yes, yes, yes. My dad was definitely, uh, you know, he's a, he's just retired a couple of years ago, three years ago. Um, he was internal medicine, a hematologist and, you know, married to that, you know, like, let me give you a pill for that was a, an expression that he would say to me if I was congested, which happened a lot when I was growing up. And, um, and then I, I, I just, it didn't feel right. It didn't fit right for me. And over the years, I figured out that eating um, more clean, less dairy, cutting out dairy all the way, um, less gluten, less bread products, um, has helped my congestion. And in the last 13 years, I've eaten these plant powders, like plant powder adventures I have been having, and I can breathe all the time. And I love the results that I've had and friends. I also used to be the person that would, you know, need to use the restroom after a funky meal because things were just running through me. So, um, now my digestion has slowed down so I can really process the food. So I love helping people with this. And, um, it's, it's a powerful tool, these plant powders and, and the results are different for people. And there's a lot of, uh, beautiful research all about it. So it's worldwide 
gold standard, double blind, placebo controlled, peer reviewed. And it, I just keep discovering about how this is supporting people. So it's a wonderful uh, adventure that serves. I love what works, you know, what works. So what does your dad think of it? That's what I want to know. Oh, my what dad. Is, is what does so dad, who I've got a pill for that, think of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my dad, I mean, gosh, I love my dad and I love my mom. I love that my mom and my dad are are still doing it, doing it together all these years. So I'm, I'm, um, I think they've been married, uh, 56 years now. So that's no fantastic. So wow. my dad over the years has asked my mom and I for now, what was that, that you were saying about that mineral lysine when you have a fever blister, like how many milligrams? Like, I don't know how he thought he could ask us, but we, we certainly have experienced that and, and like how to heal from it. And, and my dad is very, it's funny how he prescribed all this medicine over the years. And then for me to say, Hey, this is how you take these plant powders. Um, and this is the best practices. And he's like, I don't want to get too healthy now. <laughs> he said that. So he's much more into the vertical gardening than being in compliance about those plant powders. And you know what? He's 83. He gets to do what he wants to do. So I surrender, <laughs> but, uh, I certainly have tried to have him dead this is what all the research says that this is what it's about. the research studies have had when people are eating this, this way. He's like, Oh no, I don't want to get too healthy. Uh, <laughs> so, um, okay. Dad, that's up to you. So Erica, um, we know you have a lot of things coming up. Um, what are some of the things that you will have available for your online audience, your local audience, which I guess we should let people know you're in the San Francisco Bay area. Brainworks is a term that um, I created uh, this class for people with Parkinson's years ago. So I just like the term Brainworks. The joy of play is another title I use here. And everyone's invited and included and welcomed. And um, we sort of have like a gestalty experience of what's once wanted and needed. And sometimes I'm bringing a particular skill and sometimes it's more open, uh, but we always have a good time. So the first Monday of October will be the next Brainworks. I think that's October 3rd, if my brain is telling me correctly. October 3rd, 11 a.m. Pacific. That's 2 p.m. Eastern. And should I say my Zoom link right here or let people nope, reach we'll out put to the me? Zoom. We'll put the Zoom okay. link in the show notes. Okay. Okay, great. And then I'm going to be this fall um, having an online course I'm building for which is related to massage mastery, massage for your pod, crouching tiger, hidden healer. I love all the things that you have going on. Yay. I love that you love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me as part of this. I feel the joy and I, I feel like I could tell you guys stuff. So it's just I usually don't talk about all this, all these things I shared about myself. So I feel like I, I opened up something here with you both. Oh, you know, Michelle and I have a, have a, have a way of doing that with people. Don't you think Michelle? Yeah. People like to talk to us, <laughs> uh -huh. which is good. Cause we like to talk to people. It's always fun to get to meet more people and hear their stories and get a little bit better idea of kind of where they've come from and what they've got going on. And we really thank you for sharing all of this, all of your, all of your inner self, your true self with us today. It's been fantastic. Woo woo. Woo woo. Okay. Thank you so much. 
Everyone, our listeners, you've been listening to Michelle Walters and Cynthia Varkovis are here on our podcast. It's all connected. We really, really want to hear from you. So we need your reviews. Please, after you've listened to this, take just a quick moment to give a rating and review to us today so that we could better know our listeners and do a great job for you guys. We have been talking today with Erica Gimble and all of her details will be in the show notes. Thank you. Have a great day. Hi, Michelle here. I want to invite you to a couple of events Cynthia and I have coming up. On Friday the 16th, I'm hosting Nourish and Flourish, online group hypnosis at 12 p.m. Pacific. Sign up on my website, michellewalters.net. Cynthia is hosting Unleash Your Inner Badass. I'm going to be there and you don't want to miss it. It's this weekend, September 16th through 18th. Sign up on Cynthia's website, cynthiavarkavisser.com. You've been listening to It's All Connected!